The biggest sports stories of the week. So when I get my hair cut, they wax my ears, they wax my nose, okay. and they wax my eyebrows every time I get my hair cut. Okay. I literally have one eyebrow, and I've had people trip over my nose hairs. Okay. It's embarrassing yeah. when someone trips over your nose hair. Yeah, that's that's not, cool. not cool. Unique and compelling analysis and opinions when it comes to your favorite teams. Then he, he said, I don't want to be a bum. He doesn't want to be playing and not be good anymore. And I I think that is a legitimate concern for him. And I think this year, for Rodgers. For the MVP yeah. of the NFL again this yeah, year? Right. Is he really worried about I think Aaron Rodgers should be in the uh, conversation as well for executive of the year. <laughs> Plus some fun with pop culture. Man, that might be a- is the round, the quarterfinals. That's the metal no, round. No, that's Wait, can we, do we get Matt, get, call Matt Hamilton right now? Because we got to find out. <laughs> this is Sunday Karma. Well, all I can tell you is I picked way better than you throughout this, Ben. So you got lucky that I have a life and I couldn't get my picks in a few times because I clearly picked way better than you. Now, live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studios at Radio City. The whole, uh, you know, Harper is the co-host. She hasn't been here in a year. She doesn't deserve that uh, love. She should get bumped. Here's GKB founder and CEO, Craig Karmason. Well, Kyle, uh, we heard some references to it in the open. Our Palermo's picks for football season 2021. It was really tight, really controversial at the top. And at the bottom, it was smooth as Brian D is going to be. In about an hour and a half, as it was not even close. Brian D was terrible. Brian D was double digit, I believe, wins behind anybody else for last place. Brian D earned himself what apparently goes by the name a manzillion wax, which is a Brazilian wax for men, which he will be getting today. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's. I think he's uh, mentally getting himself ready for it. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure this where his is, mindset is. This is crazy. We're gonna be broadcasting this live, and Brian D, who fills in on this show, fills in on a lot of the shows here on ESPN Wisconsin. Also has been handling uh, mornings on WTMJ on the sports side. So Brian's like an established dude. Brian's Brian manages a lot of people here, right? I mean, Brian's Brian D is a big time guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. He and is. He's he's taking his punishment today. I think that's great leadership. You lose a bet and you step up and say, "I lost a bet." Here it is. Here now, I was am. He hesitant at all. Like, did you get any pushback? Like, hey, I can't do this. We're gonna maybe have to back out of this. Like, was there any of that from Brian? Because Kyle, you've really been the one driving this, paying off of this bet. Yes. No. I think had it been anybody other than Brian or myself, because I believe I have integrity as well, I would have complained about it. Brian has not complained. Brian said, "Hey, there's nothing to it. I, I lost. I was not good, and so I, I have to. I have to take my medicine of uh, a lot of." So he's going to be at the European Wax Center today in Menominee Falls. That's where this thing's going on, 
And we, we got to talk. Can we get him next segment? We, we will get Brian D. next segment. Okay, I got you. so we're going to get him next segment because if he's, he's, you know, we're used to the 7 at 11. This is going to be severe at 11, um, what's going on to Brian. And so we're going to, we'll, we'll be able to talk to him and get his pregame. And then what are, what are we going to get live? Like what's this kind of like is... Are, are we gonna? I don't want video. I don't think. Or we won't. We won't get any video. But okay. we'll get. We'll get him in there talking through the process of the hot, warm wax. Or I don't know if it's hot or warm. Uh, the the wax being applied to um, oh different God. regions. So, so he will be giving us live play by play of this. Yes, and I'm I'm hoping we get to hear the rip. Yeah, because I'm really I'm curious. I've been told because so Brian said that, you know, he has some other activities to do. And I told somebody like, yeah, he might be going to do some type of activity. They said, oh, he may chafe. You got to remember, like when you smooth like that, your legs start rubbing together a little bit. Um, That seems dangerous. I don't I don't know what other activities he's doing. I don't know where I don't even know what you're talking about right now. So. I uh, I was talking about playing sports. Okay, okay. He's going to be playing sports. He's an active know, dude. I don't know if he was run. I don't know. I'm running. He's a runner what, too. Yeah, so he, I mean, I can, he is I, a runner. That's one thing that we, as men, a lot of us don't experience this, so we don't know what to expect. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the full extent of the areas. Even is it the full legs or is it just the kind of that region? I, I think I, it's supposed to be the region, and it also I was doing research. It's supposed to be in your behind too, so I'm not oh, gonna let him get away no, from that I didn't either. Even consider nah, that. he got to get that behind clean too. I, I want did it all. Not even consider that. Yeah. So this is. I mean, there's bets to pay off, and then there's bets to pay off. I mean, this is this is going to be extreme. I mean, this is. This is definitely a first in Sunday Karma history. Um, I mean, we've uh, on Jen Gabe and Chewy. Chewy had a little uh, like uh, eyebrow wax, right? And and in the open of the show, you hear me talk about it. You know, I get the nose and I get the eyebrows and I get the ears because I, I can uh, I can grow hair where you don't want the hair to grow in those spots. But I I don't know, man. I I mean, don't you feel like this is different? Like real different? Oh, this is real different. This is extremely, extremely different. Listen, I'm not trying to give too much of my business before, but I've plucked myself, you know, just, you know, you pull a little something sometimes. Maybe this is too much information. And it does it. That feels very painful, Craig. It feels painful. So I can't imagine somebody ripping hair off of my body. I hope he ain't got a lot of hair. Yeah, this is uh, this is, and uh, yeah, we, we will have Brian D next segment. Brian, the Brian D who will be uh, paying off his Palermo's picks bet. Well, I mean, we we sh- we should get him some extra Palermo's for this, right? I mean, he should at least get a um, a nice little uh, pizza for dinner. After I think so, I think so. Let me hit up Shane and see what Shane yeah, can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, especially the wedding coming up. I mean, this is. I mean, I wonder. Like, is is he going to be walking tonight? I mean, I guess, you know, it's it gives you an appreciation of what certain women who choose to do this uh, go through, right? I mean, they do this, and, we, and they don't make a big deal out of it. It's not on the radio. It's, it's just regular, normal. It's they what just, they do. They just go out and do it. Women are tougher than men. Yeah, we knew that. Yeah, I've always heard uh, beauty is pain. Beauty is pain is what I've been told. And that is what Brian is going to potentially experience today. And um, in the next segment, we will find out, you know, the mindset of Brian going into this historic Sunday Karma event, the Brian D. 2021 Football Palermo's Picks 
uh, payoff of the bet. So this is going to be just a, just an incredible, uh, historic moment for all of us associated with the show, as it was for many uh, draftees this week. So did you? Uh, how much? How much love did you give the NBA draft? I got home around seven something. My uh, remote to my TV wasn't working initially, so I did not see the first probably. I think I saw right after Johnny Davis got picked, I started watching the entire draft. Now, Johnny Davis uh, goes at 10 to the Wizards, which... Ah, poor guy. But that was... It was weird, like... It was such an assumed that he was going there. Uh, right. You know what I mean? All like, the mocks had it going that way. So I, uh, it was weird, because, like, the top three picks of the draft, people knew the three guys, but they didn't know what order they were going to go in. And then picks four and five, you kind of knew who those guys were. And then everything else was seemingly like anything could happen except Johnny Davis to uh, the Wizards at 10, which pretty much everybody had, and he actually went. Now, you're you're sorry for him and all that? Why? Like The I mean, Wizards are a bad organization, and they have been a bad organization, Craig, for how, how long? 25 years? I mean, legitimately, since they've been the Wizards, they have not been a good organization. And looking forward... They don't have pieces where it's like, oh, yeah, they got some building blocks. When you look at a team like the Hornets, you're like, they got some building wait, blocks. Wait, wait, Atlanta wait, wait, got some building blocks. But, I mean, Bradley Beal is uh, uh, about to be a free agent. Unrestricted, isn't he? But I'm saying you have, I mean, there are uh, <laughs> there are pieces. Uh, that, what pieces? What pieces would you take off that team other than Johnny Davis and Bradley Beal and maybe a, a, a outside three-point shooter? Hachimura... Okay, yeah, Rui, Rui's, Rui's nice, but Rui's a rotational guy. Yeah, He's got I mean, a stud. And I, again, I, I'm not allowed to say what pieces Oh, oh, right, right. No, 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 no. Oh, just, just start reading off names on the roster, and I'll, yes. and I'll say okay, yay or yes. nay, because yes. you can't— uh, I will read uh, some strategically placed names from their roster that might be, uh, you know, worth mentioning, which are uh, Kyle Kuzma— uh, okay, yeah. Uh, he's he's rotational guy. Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, okay, Kristaps is not too bad. This team they suck this year. Keep keep going here. Um, that's about it. That's that's, a, that's, that's about it. it. Corey oh. Kispert. You you a Corey Kispert guy? It, it, I don't even know who that is. Remember the two guard from uh, Gonzaga? He's like a no. Two I don't. Guard I don't trust anybody from Gonzaga. He was like the long. He was probably the best shooter in the draft uh, last year. Well, did did the translate over this year? Uh let's see. He uh, in the NBA. He shot. Let's see uh, if we got Corey Kispert's percentages. I mean, remember, you know, you can't. How much you're going to read into uh, someone's rookie year, first year? Corey. Kispert. Well, Scotty Barnes turned out to be pretty good, right? I mean, yeah, he did. That uh, that chance translated uh, quite quickly. Um, Corey Kispert played 77 games. He started 36 of them. He okay. had 8.2 points a game, shot 35% from three. Okay, yeah, he sounds like a rotational guy, like a, a piece in there. Yes, yes. Doesn't, do, none of these guys sound like championship pieces, nor have they proven it yet. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah. like Rui, though. Yeah, so so anyway, so um, that will be interesting to see, um, see what happens for Johnny Davis, and pretty cool to see a guy like that Wisconsin player come out of, I don't call it nowhere, but because... I think Badger fans knew about him, but out of nowhere in terms of the national spotlight and certainly in terms of the lottery watch, right? When you're thinking about potential lottery picks and five stars and, you know, because they usually know two years in advance who are going to be the top picks. So pretty cool from a player development and a pretty good uh, story for the Wisconsin Badgers to have that occur. And then 
I guess the other place you go is to the Milwaukee Bucks, right? And so the um, when you look at uh, the Bucks, and by the way, so Bradley Beal, um, as an unrestricted free agent, just uh, the last thing on the Wizards, you would assume um, he's not going to be a Wizard, but you don't know if that could be a sign and trade still. Uh, where it could bring back more players to the Wizards to build a base around, you know, around uh, Johnny Davis. From who the Lakers? Who the Lakers got? I mean, I mean, who do you want? You don't want Russ. They already tried that in Washington. Yes, they did. All right. So enough about the Wizards. Uh, on to the Bucks. Uh, who uh, Bucks made a selection? Any uh, initial thoughts on the Bucks uh, first round draft pick? They seem to love him. They seem to love the fact that he's extremely athletic. They seem to love the fact that he can cover multiple positions. They like uh, the fact that he can probably drive. Well, not probably, but it looks like he has some explosiveness to him driving to the hoop. And they think that he can uh, develop a jump shot. So I mean, if you can get a defensive stopper with some length and the ability to knock down, which they. They said he's better at shooting inside the three-point line, like a pull-up, than he is shooting, you know, three-pointers. But if he can knock down three-point shots, he'll be a good guy. But I, I think there's some potential there. Great story. Yeah, um, interestingly enough, uh, there was a lot of talk about what the age was going to be of the Bucks' uh, first-round pick, and I had said to someone, I have no idea who the Bucks are going to pick. Right, once you get down to 24, but I wouldn't be surprised if the player is at least. Uh, 20 or even, and I said I would predict, if I had to predict the age, 21 years of age, which people think, oh, okay, a young guy at 21. 21 years is old, right? Like for a first round pick these days. It is very much so old. Right? Like there's a lot of these guys who are 19. One and uh, done. Who are selected. So I think the Bucks, um, as much as like you look at some of the skills and some of the things, I think part of it when you think about it, is the fact that they drafted a 21-year-old player makes you think that they are thinking about someone who can be in the rotation sooner rather than later. I'm, I'm just hoping we actually draft a player that can contribute to the roster because the Bucks have not had a great history of doing that recently, of drafting players. Because, yeah, Dante who is DiVincio- the, who is the? I was going to say, now that Dante is gone, and you traded the him last for nothing, player basically? that was drafted that is in this Bucks rotation? Uh, I would... The last player the Bucks drafted in the Bucks rotation would probably be Giannis. Yep, exactly. Because yes, I mean, you, you traded for Chris, you traded for Drew, you trade. I mean, you signed Brooke, signed uh, Pat. So, yeah, you signed Pat, Bobby Portis. You should have drafted him, but you drafted Rashad Vaughn instead. So I mean, uh, hey, everything happens for a reason. It sure, it drafted, sure did. Uh, if they drafted Bobby, he wouldn't be the Bobby today. You know, the the path is what makes uh, what makes the story. It right? was the punch that made him tough. Um, so it's it's crazy to think about that, right? Um, and uh, by, by the way, uh, we'll talk about it a little more in Palermo's picks today. But uh, you watched Rise yet? No, I didn't have an opportunity to watch it yet. Oh come on! It's not free. Oh, speaking of, I'm sorry. I know we got to go to break here, but oh, are you uh, watching Obi Wan? No, well, no, well, here's the thing. I was going to talk about this before, Craig. I I, I don't have the the login anymore. I, I got kicked out. Oh, I'm not, you got locked. Yeah, so there I was a big moment on this show where Harper I added Kyle to our yes. family's Disney Plus account. To watch, you wanted to watch The Mandalorian, I, which I did watch it. And after I watched it, I have you watched every the second season two of it? Yeah, I, oh yeah, I watched season okay. one and season two, yeah, and yeah. I have it, not. That's a good show. Now Obi Wan, I, I think just finished, 
which I've heard is just as good. Like, I heard Obi-Wan is unbelievable. Y- y- I've heard it's pretty good. Okay, so now you need to get logged in, because are you going to watch Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan, and really, and, I wanted to watch Rise. The Proud Family. I was I was looking to watch oh, it, so and I realized I didn't have access anymore, and I and I just had, I keep forgetting to ask you about getting access. Yeah. And do I, it, it, it's because Harper now is gone uh, from the show, yeah. uh, temporarily. She's on a 365-day vacation. Yep. Um, do I do I get that back or I got to talk to Harper? Who's in charge? Yeah, here? yeah, no, I, I can get you that. I can get you that. Ooh, okay, yeah. well then I'll be watching. Rise. Yeah. Is Rise free on Disney Plus? Yes, Rise is free on really? Disney Plus. Really? Yes. Oh, well, I'll be watching that soon. Yeah, we watched it yesterday, so uh, we'll talk about more in Palermo's picks. But when we continue, it will be live pregame of Brian D before he goes to the European Wax Center in Menominee Falls. Brian D up next. This is Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. You're listening to Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Sunday Karma with Craig Carmison on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Shout. Oh, Brian D joins us. Uh, It is the day that has been looming. Since the end of the NFL season for Brian to pay off his bet to get the Brazilian wax that will be occurring at the European Wax Center in Menominee Falls today at 11 o'clock Central Time. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Craig. I appreciate the intro music there. That's getting me fired up for this big appointment in about half an hour here. So was there any point where you... We're looking for loopholes because your football picks were really bad, right? You were not, there was no loophole you were going to get in terms of like, oh, I actually beat this person. But were you looking for any out? Did you consider going to your fiance and having her say, hey, I'm not letting Brian do this? Like, uh, you know, was there any part of you that was looking to back out of this bet? No, look, when when you work for a company where one of the core values is follow through, uh, you just do stuff like this, right? And I understand that all my picks sucked and I was ready to do this. My question for you guys is what percentage do you think of the other ESPN Milwaukee talent that participated in this thing would be sitting in the parking lot outside the European Wax Center in Menominee Falls? Like, how, would, would Ooh, Benny Russ be doing this or would he be looking for, for loopholes? So first of all, uh, uh, with it being at 11 o'clock and you're already sitting outside, I know I wouldn't have been there that early. But I, I would have got there like 11.05 for my 11 o'clock appointment. But um, <laughs> Kyle, what do you think? You were saying you think some others may have backed out. Yeah, I think... Brian D. said it so well. Ben Bruss would have tried to find reasons and loopholes. Mark Tauscher would have said absolutely not. Wouldn't I have showed up? Homer probably would have went through with it. I, Like I said, I would have complained about it, but I would have did it. And, Craig, I, I think you would have... Um I think you would have went through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so too. I think you assessed it pretty well. I think Tausch would have gone and like 
done some other treatment. Like he'd be like, yeah, I went and got a pedicure. Like mm. that that's so tough. Mm. Like, you know, as a football player getting a pedicure, you know, I, I, I paid up my bet. You know, I think that would have been Tausch's move. Some, something along those lines. So, so Brian, uh, have you watched any videos? Have you, have you prepared in any way for this? No, I've done no preparation. I'm coming in completely blind. I think that's the true best way to go about doing this because any information that I accrued prior to this process would only psych me out more than I already am, right? Like there's nothing beneficial that could have come from watching YouTube videos or like doing the extra pre-prep. I think I just got to go in blind and experience it true. So that's that's the game plan for this thing coming up in half an hour. Right, so it's coming up at 11. And so are we, Are I think it's, uh, I think like right before you go in, it's probably good to record a little like confessional video you know, of how you're feeling, because, um, you know, the, I, sure. I understand there'll be no videoing allowed at the European Wax Center once you're actually, uh, you know, going in for the event. And I don't know that any of us would want to see is, that. Which is obviously, yeah, that's the best for everybody involved, myself included. Yes, nobody at the European Wax Center or anyone on the Internet wants that video. Yes, exactly. So then, but you'll do your little confessional right before, so we'll, we'll uh, be able to play back, you know, on our social and everything to understand. Yep. And those uh, listening on Wisconsin On Demand, where you could always, uh, you know, catch all the shows both live and, uh, and podcasts, we'll be able to hear that kind of stuff. But then, you know, when you're going in and doing this, my understanding from Kyle is you're going to have the, uh, you're going to be on the phone live with us. So we're going to hear the the actual ripping and the actual screaming if there is any of that live while it's going on so you you are not only going to be getting this uh wax at the european wax center in menominee falls you will also be doing live play-by-play that is correct correct yes exactly now i have been studying dave kane uh, i've been studying uh, bob euchre to figure out exactly how i want to walk through the live play-by-play of myself uh, at the European Wax Center. Like, do you uh, see a get up, get up, get, get out of here, gone? <laughs> you know, t- t- for, for the hair, is uh, that... I don't is know that... if we're going to get the... Uh... Yeah, I, I don't know if we're going to get the full, like, Kelly Clarkson, Steve Carell, 40-year-old virgin moment. Like, I... I do have a quiet confidence going into this thing that it's going to be okay. But I feel like, you know, I've been watching a lot of GKW, the, the wrestling show with Gabe Knightso and McLovin and Jay Hood on Thursday nights. And I feel like this is almost like a wrestling thing where the overconfidence usually leads to downfall in professional wrestling. That might be like, uh, that's going through my head right now. Like, am I too overconfident for this thing that it might actually yield a worse moment than Kelly Clarkson, 40 year old version? Now, so, Kyle, are you. Kyle, are you worried about him about swear words and like the because you have the dump button and Kyle, you are on the board, so you're actually responsible for what goes over the air. Are you worried or do you feel like Brian, like you could have your hands off and you'd be totally fine? Brian is an incredible professional, so I know Brian will be able to keep it professional and keep it clean. But Brian, if something does slip out because you are so surprised how hot that burning sticky wax is on any region, and we talked about this, it's not just your front region; it's supposed to be behind the booty as well. Wait, and so I. Just want now, you Brian, to know. Brian, had okay. you considered that? Do you, do you, you, were you thinking it was both front and back? No. No. Once again, like, I, I went in completely blind to this thing. Like, and so this is this is scary, too. The, I'm, I'm Maybe I need to have this dump button. Right right. My finger's going to be here. Yeah. I wanted this, this hit to be as true as possible, which is why I showed up a little early to let everybody know that I'm here for it. 
Uh, the workers are starting to show up. It opens at 11, and they're all wearing uniforms, which is something I wasn't expecting. Like they're, all, they're all meandering in with their, their Starbucks lattes, ready for work on a Sunday, probably not expecting me to walk in. They're all in uniforms, which I'm a little concerned about. I wasn't expecting this to be like a, a team effort. Uh, of like, now, are you saying a uniform more like a – is this more like a medical uniform or more like a, uh, like a, brewer's, yeah. like a brewer's uniform where they have like the high no. stock? and stuff going on no no there's no stirrups craig yes, uh, yeah. these are these are medical uniforms i was thinking about that as i was driving past amfam field on the way out here to the falls this morning though the gates were open and people were starting to tailgate and i thought i did have the thought to myself what if somebody tunes into espn milwaukee at the brewers tailgate thinking they're going to get like a great pregame breakdown from craig and kyle of brewers blue jays today coming up a little afternoon and instead we're talking about me doing a european wax in menominee falls so shout out to everybody at the tailgate and uh, AmFam Field uh, yeah. wearing those uniforms. But, yeah, this is intimidating as people walk in. Yeah, I mean, so so the, these are uniformed professionals. And, uh, and you know, you're getting Correct. married, and uh, you already had your um, bachelor party, right? So you, there's no Correct. Deshaun yes. Watson thoughts going through your head now as we go into this, are there? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, on. no, 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 no. Wait, wait a minute. We're not going to get Brian in no minute. trouble. Come on. I did not pay that? for that. What is that? We did not slip any notes. Greg, we if did you look no- behind you, look it. If you look behind you in the studio, you'll see a line, and that's the line you just crossed. It's actually drawn on the line in the studio there. Okay. Oh my God! No. Okay, just Come wanted on. to make sure. I there was just- no NDA sent to European Wax Center, Miami Falls. Just so <laughs> yes, everybody okay. knows, so Kyle, there was you did nothing. Not send there any was NDAs no as the NDAs. Texans, uh, yes. Reportedly, no. had sent uh, before. Uh, okay, I was just making sure of this. I wasn't saying that this was a possibility. I was making sure that we were staying on that other side of that line. So I'm glad we are. We're all on the same page when it comes to uh, this procedure that is coming up clearly seemingly a medical procedure clearly happening on multiple sides of the body that brian hadn't even considered this is uh i I, correct is there any part of you now that you just heard that that is uh thinking about like maybe turning around and going or are you you're all in no i'm here for it i'm here for it there's a sign on the door that says walk in strut out Uh, i don't know (laughs) if i'm going to be strutting too much i feel like Based on the description that Kyle just gave, uh, I think I might be like limping out, like doing kind of like the waddle when you, you know, like if like the catcher is not wearing a cup and he catches one in the wrong area. Like, I think that might be the strut, the, the penguin waddle outside Dude. of the European Wax Center. How long, how long do you think this is going to take? Yeah, I'm by curious. the way, I caught a wiffle ball line drive uh, last weekend. Uh, and when I say I caught it, I didn't catch it. And it was like nope. seven, eight minutes before I could really like, you know, like where I didn't feel like I was Breathe. like, yeah, swallowing something like, yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know yeah, about yeah, the yeah. strutting, the strutting out thing. Uh, Kyle, you said you thought about a half hour. Was that? And so I was told the could be up to 50 minutes. I didn't. Five uh, but, zero? but that's a full 50. waxing. I don't need him to get the underarms. I just, no, honestly, man. I just need him to do the, the, the front and the back and the inner thighs, and I think we're good. We don't, oh, we don't, need, we don't need to do the chest, okay. do we, Brian? Yeah, yeah. I don't do you have hair on your chest? Minutes. I mean, wait a minute, Brian. Here's the thing. Yeah. If you have any areas that you want to have cleaned up on the expense of GKB, I mean, I'm not the owner, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you're saying while you're in there, while you, you're might, in there, as well you might as well go ahead. I mean, if you're going to have to do it, you might as well do it, right? 
Yeah, I mean, what, like, what, yeah, what if I end up liking this guy and I come <laughs> back here, like, once a week? It turns into an endorsement on WTMJ. Like, this could really snowball in a positive direction for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. Wait, I, like, so when is, how if, far away if, is your if, wedding if, right now? How, how far off is the wedding? Um, just less than six weeks. Okay, so I guess we'll just know that six weeks. we'll know that Brian really likes that if he feels like he needs to get one more before the wedding. He's like, yeah, you know, five, trip, yeah. I got five weeks of growth going. I, I think I might schedule one for a week of the wedding, also, just so I'm at my at my, at my best uh, going into the wedding. So I think that's that's how we'll yeah, know. No. How, how today goes. So, all right, we are less than a half an hour away. Brian is in uh, the parking lot. Now, Brian, can you report if anyone else, now that they know you're there, has left their tailgate at AmFam Field and is now tailgating at the European Wax Center, you know, in preparation for your wax? Or, or are you the only one in the parking lot? You know, lot? Th- there's... There's no tailgate growth. There are a couple cars rolling in, but they, they could be frequenting the, uh, the the great businesses out here in the plaza uh, in Menominee Falls. See, Kyle, know, we did a uh, bad job. It's a if, real popular spot. If we had properly promoted this, there would have been a full tailgate scene out there for this. I mean, yeah. that, we could have had the ESPN Milwaukee Street team out here throwing Gruber Law Office's T-shirts. We could have done a brat fry. Like you guys really whiffed on yeah. the opportunity yeah. to max. Yeah, that's on that's on me. Yeah, that's on know, me. I'm sure we got got a lot of people out there. You're today. talking about me going. Over the line. I mean, is a broad fry leading into that? I mean, is that appropriate to be talking about a broad fry leading into what you? I, I think it actually would have been the best. That that, that would have been the best possible marketing opportunity, if you ask me. It was, it's, that's that's genius on I, my part. Because there is going to be some very hot wax going on down there. So uh, I don't know if that would. I, I think we're going to have a broad fry uh, going on in about thirty minutes at the European Wax Center in Menominee Falls. Brian D. Great sport. Paying off the Palermo's picks, 2021 football bet. We will check back in with Brian moments before this appointment begins. Thank you, Brian. And uh, I guess, uh, uh, what do you say? I mean, may the force be with you. I mean, uh, as Kyle gets back his uh, Disney Plus login, uh, yeah, may, may the force be with you. All right, we'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Thank you. All right, you. there he is, Brian D., live from the European Wax Center in Menominee Falls, where he will be uh, you know, going under the wax in less than 30 minutes. We will have Jason Wilde as we continue. It's Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Jason Wilde is brought to you by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 18 dealerships, 15 brands, and thousands of vehicles in stock. Check them out at Boucher.com. Which one's this that we're listening to, Kyle? Green and yellow. I saw Lil Wayne last night. So green and yellow, green and yellow, green oh, and you yellow. Saw Lil Wayne at yeah, I saw Lil Wheezy, Wiz Khalifa, and I did not see uh, the Wu Tang Clan. But you know that a little bit before me. Wait, so you didn't get there early enough? Yeah, Wu-Tang I was, was, I was at open? Summerfest, but I did. I didn't. I decided to do other things before I actually went to go see Wu Tang Clan. I just wanted to see Wiz and Wayne. 
Yeah, how about that? So it was good? Yeah, he played all the features. He didn't play some of the songs I wanted him to play, but he played a lot of his features, and he didn't play on the rock stuff. So I was all good with it. It was a great time. Yeah. Uh, Jason, were you out there uh, for uh, Wiz Khalifa? <laughs> Uh, I was not, but I do like Wu Tang Clan. They're more my age group. Yeah, see, yep. it makes sense. There was a yeah. lot of it was a lot of people in their forties there last night. Yeah, uh, that's good. That's good. Um, uh, Jason's. Uh, by the way, Jason's. Uh, I don't think he's got much time left in the forties, do, do you, Jason? No, my forties are over, actually. Sadly. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, Kyle, you're uh, you're rounding you're rounding down. Yeah, now. Jason oh, looks good that. for somebody yeah. in his fifties, Jason. <laughs> Appreciate you, buddy. Um, so, Jason. Um, hey, wait a minute. Speaking of looking good, I saw a picture this morning on social media from our pal Evan Cohen. And you guys were at some event in L.A. And uh, our buddy Sam Pines and another teammate who I didn't recognize are all in blazers. And Evan's got these, like, Gucci tennis shoes on. And then there's Craig, um, you know. Who I love, you know I love you. Yes. And and you're after my own heart. You're in like a short sleeve hoodie. Like it's a really nice short sleeve hoodie. But can you explain the fashion differential there? So we were at the Mandy Awards, which was a uh, big time uh, awards event put on by 710 ESPN in Los Angeles. So it was a Friday night kind of scene and be seen kind of event. And that's what you're going to get, Kyle, right on the red carpet. Like you'll get people in tuxedos. But I went like hoodie and like some real clean new white shoes. You wore what you wore on the plane. What you woke up in and wore on a plane to that event. I I, I watched the story on our Good Karma Brands yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah. So page that we all follow. So the same thing I wore in Beaver Dam on Friday morning to the Children's Radiothon, I wore on Friday night uh, to the Mandy Awards in L.A. Because that's, that's that my thing, right? Like, like if you awesome. can't if you can't wear it to Beaver Dam, then I ain't wearing it in L.A. <laughs> That that's you know that's that's where GKB started and you got to be able to come as you are. That that's how we do it. And that I believe may have been George Sedano uh, from the NBA on ESPN who was uh, part of that uh, photo uh, that you saw as well there. Um, so Jason, real quick, we we talked a lot about Zaire Alex, Jair Alexander uh, being extended, right? So. Now it's time, I guess, to think about the guys from the next draft, right? So are Darnell Savage and Rashawn Gary, are these both like part, like that, just that next phase of, hey, the Packers build through the draft, they build through their own guys, and these are, you know, guys who they've hit on and will be like, you know, part of this defense that whether they're the second best in the NFL, as we heard Mina Kimes say, or just upper echelon, as you believe, uh, that the Packers uh, have built. So they both have had their fifth-year options picked up. But as we know from other first-round picks, um, most notably T.J. Watt, that you do not want to play on your fifth-year option. Because as opposed to, you know, I think Rashawn Gary's would be somewhere in the $10 million to $12 million range as an edge rusher. As opposed to only having that one year guaranteed for the fifth year, you want the long-term deal that will contain, you know, 40, 50, 60 million guaranteed. That's a big difference, obviously. So both of those guys, it's going to be interesting to see if they do long-term deals because, frankly, I think for a lot of us, there was a question whether Darnell Savage would even get the fifth-year option picked up because the Packers have declined it with other first-round picks in the past. Um, The guy, though, that is the priority from that class 
uh, assuming he comes back healthy, because obviously he's coming off an ACL, is Elton Jenkins. Uh, Elton Jenkins going into the final year of his rookie deal as a second-round pick. Uh, they do not want to lose him. They see him not only as one of their best offensive linemen, but if for some reason the David Bakhtiari injury keeps him from ever regaining his previous form, uh, they're going to need somebody else to play left tackle. So he is their number one priority, but I would think that they will wait until they see him prove he is back to full health uh, sometime later this season. All right, chatting with Jason Wildy as uh, as we start to look at things, um, you know, what is the expectation for David Bakhtiari? Because, you know, we talk about, oh, teams can't win this much when you have this much money wrapped up in a quarterback, which obviously the Packers have. But, I mean, the Packers had the highest paid player, right, in the NFL at tackle last year and got nothing out of that position. They did, yeah, and and now have the highest paid player at corner and the highest paid player at quarterback. And um, I, look, I, I don't know what their expectations are because they have, and this is mostly Matt Lafleur who has done this. Um, they have taken a much more cautious tone in any comment they make about him, uh, and I don't know if that's because they actually have legitimate concerns. Or they just want to tamp down expectations after what happened last year. Um, Bakhtiari was in the rehab group for the entirety of the offseason program. He did not take a single snap in any uh, drill period, in any 11-on-11 period, none of that. So at this point, we have not seen him do anything football-related with the exception of the 27 snaps he played in Detroit in the regular season finale. So uh, I don't you know, even the, even the idea of him being ready for the start of training camp, which you would think would be a no-brainer, considering his injury was suffered on December 31st, 2020, they didn't even put that as a certainty. They said, you know, time will tell. And and again, I don't know if that's uh, actual concern about where he is with his knee, or if that's just, hey, we got our hopes up last year. He's in a good spot, but we don't want to say that because we just don't trust that he'll be ready to go. So, I mean, not I don't think anyone thinks of David Bakhtiari as soft, right, as a guy who's not a gamer. So no. when people look at the end of last season, like, was this a, a situation where he wanted to play and the organization just said he wasn't cleared or where it was just clear he wasn't back? No, so what, so, uh, you know, he came off, he was activated from the PUP and started practicing in October, activated off PUP like November 10th. Uh, still wasn't quite ready. Uh, and then after a week of practice, he got uh, swelling and fluid on his knee. So they had to do another procedure. Uh, so then he wasn't ready for another few weeks. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers admitted this publicly. He basically pushed David Bakhtiari to play in the Detroit game. That, and, and he regretted it. He said, you know, I want to get out there, and I want you out there with me. And so, can you know, can you give me two dozen snaps? They played 27 snaps together, and then that was it. But he had enough discomfort or irritation or whatever it was that even with a bye week, the first week of the playoffs, he was not – the doctors did not want him to play. 
Uh, now, Matt LaFleur said in his postseason press conference that had they advanced to the NFC Championship game, they felt like they were going to have him available. But to you them. said the doctor. So do we know? Did, did he was that was he in line with that or was, or was there any issue there? No, I think he want he look, he absolutely wanted to play. But I think he um, I don't think he my understanding is they did not. He did not fight the doctors. Yep. Because, again, long term. Um, he wants to not only be ready for that game, but obviously for the rest. Of it. Right, and I think everyone thought the Packers were going to win that game. So if he was preparing for, you know, potentially right uh, an NFC Championship and hopefully a Super Bowl, right, that uh, he wanted after having not played for a full year, if he was going to play big, you know, big games coming up, it's understandable why he didn't play that San Francisco game. As we chat with Jason Wildy, Wildy and Tausch, nine to noon at Jason J Wildy on Twitter. So. Um, I, I want to get an understanding of what we should be thinking about with Sammy Watkins because, you know, there's probably extra energy spent on him because of how little there is in that receiving group. Should we be looking at, like, hey, Sammy Watkins may or may not make this team or Sammy Watkins may or may not be the leading receiver on this team? Uh, both. I mean, that's how, <laughs> oh, wow. that's, how, that's, that's how far the potential disparity is with him, right? Like, if if you look at the, what they paid him, uh, his contract is is uh, very easy to shed if he were to have a really bad training camp or they were to decide he's not very good. Uh, Three hundred fifty thousand in guaranteed money is not very much. Wait, wait. So is is this really you know no different than Devin Funches in your mind? No, it's very similar. It's okay. Very similar. I think one one of my colleagues on the sideline made a comment of. Uh, this is Devin Funches 2.0 uh, minus the inappropriate comments after family night. Um, at the same time, I think if you listen to Rogers and you listen to Matt LaFleur, who had Sammy Watkins in L.A. in 17, if you listen to Jason Brabel, the wide receivers coach who was with Watkins for his first four years in Buffalo, um, I think they believe that given the opportunity and staying healthy, and number two is obviously the biggest part of that, that he can be really productive for them. I don't know if he's going to lead them in receiving or not, but that he could you know, do what he did in L.A., which was 39 catches, 500 and some yards, eight touchdowns. Like He really helped that Rams team. And so I don't know if they know exactly what they can count on from him, but I will say this, and, and I was really impressed with Sammy Watkins, which, as you know, uh, I'm a little bit tough to impress in first uh, impressions of players, but I have not heard a player who has owned uh, his disappointing career and his own responsibility for it better than he did. Now that doesn't mean he's going to come out and be a thousand yard receiver for them, but this is a guy who said I've had injury problems and they're my fault for not doing enough to prevent them. My career has not turned out the way I wanted it to or way anyone expected it to. Like, he was, he, he was very self-aware, and I respect that about him. Whether that translates to a ton of productivity, I don't know. But I'll say this. This is a guy who now is in a system he's got some familiarity with, playing with the best quarterback in the NFL, and who admitted that he was on his couch thinking he was not going to play in the NFL again and that he wasn't going to get another opportunity after what he did in Baltimore last year. So he is a highly motivated guy 
who will have a great opportunity, and it's up to him to take advantage of it. But not motivated enough to come to uh, OTAs. Yeah, yeah, and and that there, there's part of that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But in talking with Lafleur, he did say that Sammy Watkins did come to some of the OTAs um, earlier in camp, not the ones that we attended as a as a media group, but that he did come to some of those. He was at the mandatory mini camp. And I do think that there's an attitude of if Aaron Rodgers isn't here, it doesn't behoove any of them. I don't agree with that, but I do think yeah. that that was pretty prevalent. Yeah, I love that. Uh, all right, Jason, last quickie. Uh, yeah, we have a big day coming up. Uh, and uh, well, last quickie on the Packers, then we'll get your uh, breakdown of the big wax coming up at 11 o'clock. But uh, ESPN did a projection of uh, rookies. And they did the top five uh, in in seven statistical categories: passing, rushing, receiving, uh, on uh, the offensive side. Oh, and then touchdowns, and then tackles, interceptions, and sacks. And of those seven statistical categories, Christian Watson was uh, the only Packer to show up, and it was in touchdowns from scrimmage where he was tied for second with six touchdowns projected. So when you think about it, offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball, I guess I may have thought tackles when you think about the Packers' first-round pick. Um, Yeah, Walker. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, if if you had to say which Packer rookie is going to have that statistical impact that we could see in the top five of one of those categories, do you agree that it's touchdowns with Christian Watson or would you have gone somewhere else? No, I, I thought you were. I thought when you were going to reach the end of that, you were going to say Quay Walker with tackles. When you mentioned tackles, um, look, they're going to play a lot of two inside linebackers. They think that they have a a new wrinkle to their defense that they have not had before, but they've seen other teams that they face have, like San Francisco and Tampa Bay. I think Quay Walker is probably going to play the most snaps of any rookie that they have on the roster, and I I'm not. I'm I'm not saying that um, Christian Watson will not turn out to be a really good player, but I don't think he's going to have as enormous of an impact this season as you would want him to. Yeah, and, and Kyle said, Kyle was just telling me, and Quay, uh, he made some comments about his confidence. What, what's the story on that? Kyle, uh, look, I... Kyle, Kyle, you're you're worried. Are you were you worried about that? Or you like that, Kyle? I, I was. I was. It was interesting. Very interesting for him to disclose right away. Jason, what, so what was the story? Quay, Quay, uh, Quay, Quay was losing a little confidence. Uh, I don't. I don't recall which story Kyle would be referring to. I just know in our conversations with him when I was in the group, it the issue for him was that he just didn't have a that he felt like he was his head was swimming in terms of learning the defense. But again, he's got all of training camp to figure that part of it out. Yeah. All right. Head thing, speaking of head swimming, we are six minutes away from Brian D getting the wax at the European Wax Center. He is paying off the bet from the Palermo's Picks uh, bet of football season 2021. And Jason, this is a wax on the front and the back, uh, we have now been told. Um, any thoughts as Brian D goes into this you know, yeah. momentous Sunday karma event? Yes, uh, bringing back memories of our partnership with the Well Spa at the Fister Hotel years ago when um, we could have done any sort of um, service that they offered 
and thinking that it was best for the radio show, I uh, did the wax to chest and back. And uh, not only did it hurt, but there was like lavender in the wax, which I turned out to be allergic to. So <laughs> I was all red and splotchy for uh, a matter of weeks to follow. So and, and um, you so and you it kept it completely above the waist, though, right? Uh, on on your waxing. I, I thankfully yes. Um, so any uh, any thoughts or advice for Brian D as he goes no, uh, into too late this? Now. No, too late now. You're, 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 you're pot committed now, so good luck, and I hope you don't have an allergic reaction like I did. All right. Well, we have uh, gotten reports of people leaving AmFam Field to begin to tailgate at the European Wax Center in Menominee <laughs> Falls. Uh, you know, uh, there there is not a brat fry going on other than that of potentially Brian's. Uh, so that is uh, coming up uh, in just moments. Jason, uh, we appreciate it, as always, and uh, you'll be uh, the lead into history is uh, coming up next will be the Brian D. Wax. Uh, thanks so much, Jason. All right, guys. Take care. Be good. There it is, Jason Wildy. Uh, you can check him out on Wildy and Tausch every single uh, Monday through Friday on these stations from 9 until noon and at Jason J. Wildy. Wait, wait, wait. What What? What'd you say we got? What? Oh, come on. I thought we were... That's why I took it a little long, so we were going right into 11 o'clock. We can't be... Hey, talk, talk to me on the air. We got to figure out... We, we, we could, we, he had to fill out some paperwork, so he'll be, oh, he'll be all right. Okay, he'll okay. be all right. So he'll so, be all right. All right yeah. So we're all right. I, w- I was worried we are going to be a little late for this, so are we going to try to hit a quick 7 at 11? And no, no 7 at 11. We'll, we'll, we'll just break here. We'll pace them. We'll, we'll have our beautiful uh, partners come on. Okay, and- so, okay, so how about this? We'll do a quick 7 at 11. I'll set it up so you can knock it out pretty quick. And then we'll come back for the, uh, you know, for the uh, for the big moment. I, I guess. <laughs> Just trust me on this one, Kyle. All right. So we are mo- we are still moments away as there's uh, additional paperwork being filled out at the European Wax Center in Menominee Falls, where the crowds are assembling for the Wax of 2022. It is Sunday Karma, ESPN, Wisconsin. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com.